through some things, music be the motivation, stop hating, this is real life, I ain't playing like I'm Kobe, it's my last game, dropping 60 like I do this every day, making statements with every entry. What is going on everybody, this is Garrett Larson, your host, and you're listening to Trash Talk. On today's show, we talk to Kyle Rawson, owner of Siphon Sound and Darcy Media. We discuss how you can use social media to build your business and strengthen your brand. We lay out how Larson Waste uses the different platforms and our strategy behind it. If you get any value from this show, give us a five-star review. Tell a friend about the show. We're excited about this show we brought you today. What's going on, Dallin? Not much, man. Just chilling. It's Friday. So we're, we're pumped to have uh, Kyle on the show with us. Kyle, you want to introduce yourself real quick? Yeah, sure. What's up, guys? Um, my name's Kyle Rawson. I'm an entrepreneur, marketer. Um, yeah, like, that'll work for now, man. I like starting <laughs> businesses. Yeah, well, I'll, uh, I'll give a little background on Kyle real quick. Um, he started two separate businesses, at least, um, you know, from what I know from him. he He's an awesome entrepreneur from, from what we've known from him and uh, really is someone we look to for uh, guidance and uh, consulting with our business. So uh, why don't you tell us real quick about your, your two businesses you've got going and kind of what, what your main one is. Yeah, so right now uh, I own two businesses. One is called Siphon. We sell speakers for motorcycle helmets. And then uh, my other business that I spend most of my time with is called Darcy Media. Uh, It's a modern advertising agency and marketing consulting company. Um, Basically, how it started was because I'm an entrepreneur, I started uh, my consumer electronics business, realized my favorite part of the business was the strategy and the marketing. So then started my agency so I could just focus on that stuff and been doing that nonstop ever since, man. That's freaking awesome, dude. It sounds like you got two freaking sick jobs, man. Do you like going to work every day? Yeah, dude. I love it. It's like almost unfair. Yeah, dude. There's no better feeling than waking up thinking like, man, I freaking love what I do. And you're good at it. So that's even better. It's a win-win. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's, it's a good situation for sure. Just a little plug there, I think, or note, side note, like Sunday evenings, I've got like family members and friends and stuff that are, oh, Sunday evenings the worst. I get all depressed knowing I've got to go back to work. Dude, if you're not hyped on Sunday Sunday evening, knowing all you, that you get to do the next week, you, uh, you probably change what you're doing. Right? Amen, dude. So, uh... You got started into, uh, you kind of gave us an outlay, outlay how you got started into your social media business or your marketing business, I guess is a better way to put it. How did, uh, I mean, you gave a quick overview of that was your favorite, so you jumped into that, but how'd that, what'd that look like? And do you still have both businesses or is it just the one? Yeah, so basically how, how it happened was um, when I started my consumer electronics business, like any other business owner, I was always looking for ways to market it, uh, ways that I could sell more product. Um, and through my background and through really my lack of a advertising budget, I, I, social media was a big part of our, our marketing. And as we, as we did that for years, the more and more I realized how effective social media was. And then talking to other business owners, I realized that not many other business owners were doing it. And I was like, man, this is, this is so weird. Like it's working so insanely well for us. Why isn't anyone else really doing it? And so I decided to start this advertising agency on the side, really just so I could like 
test to see if this was something that just worked for my business or if it was something that worked for other people's businesses as well. And it turned from an experiment into a full-blown business and then into my number one business. And so now, I, I mean, as it turns out, it so far has worked for uh, every business in every category. I mean, I'm sure there's a business out there that it doesn't make sense for, but so far, <laughs> man, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane right now. That's, it's kind of crazy when you think about it though. Like the, you, you started out doing one thing and out of it came a job that not only do you enjoy just as much, if not better, but yeah, I mean, you're just as su- successful with it. And yet, I mean, you're still technically doing what you love. And I don't know. I think it's pretty awesome that you stumbled upon that. You took what you love, made it even better and just, you know, capitalized yeah. on it. You yeah, saw I, the need and you took advantage. I agree, man. Honestly, like, I mean, I started my first business the day I graduated college. So I've never, and, and I've been, I've been an entrepreneur since I was like five years old. So I've never had the experience of having to like have a full-time job that I hate. And I've always thought that I was just like super lucky. I've always been able to be an entrepreneur and do what I love, but to be able to like do something that you love, that you also happen to be good at and that you get like personal fulfillment from and validation like you're right. Like those two things mixed together. It's just, you don't see that very often. Like not very many people make that leap or, or do this necessary sacrifices to, to be in that situation. So yeah, I mean being 31 and, and, and having a job that I love and that I also think I'm good at, like, yeah, man, I I count my blessings every day. I, I think a huge thing to highlight on that though is you you didn't come out of college or you didn't go to college to do marketing or mm-hmm. knowing hey I want to jump into marketing and really sink my teeth into the social media well that's hot right now like it is mm-hmm. but you took action on stuff I think that's where a ton of people lose uh, lose opportunities because they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs saying I don't know what I want to do and you just took action and it led you to something that's so awesome that you love so much yeah man did you always think that uh, i mean like right after college did you think that you wanted to uh you know be your own boss like was that your plan from day one or did you really have a plan out of curiosity yeah i mean so i don't remember this but my parents told me that when i was five years old i started a business where I sold or rented my old toys to my little homies and my <laughs> right like Dude, yeah I got OG so, so I mean literally for as long as I can remember I've always had some sort of you know business or hustle or like, I, I, I never really thought of myself as an entrepreneur I just thought like I'd rather go wash windows and make money Saturday morning than do something else, right? Yeah. And so uh, I always kind of assumed I'd be an entrepreneur until I went to college and this idea of like being a responsible adult kind of settled in for the first time. And I and, and I thought like, all right, like maybe it's smarter or, or better to or safer for a, a family dynamic for me to have a job when I graduate college. So I shifted in college and thought I was going to go get a job for the first time, but didn't work out. Literally the day I graduated, I started a business. So <laughs> here, here we are. Yeah. yeah. You, that was freaking nuts. You probably had some crazy struggles though, thinking about that. I mean, you don't, like you said, you didn't know anything. You just know you wanted to, you know, 
be a grown ass man and you know work but um, I don't know I just I think it's funny because like Gary was saying you were a grown ass man you just started to work in created this awesome company but because of your hard work and dedication a byproduct that's even more successful like I mentioned before I don't know dude yeah. you just sound like the man one day I hope I can be just like Kyle guys uh, I think we established that Kyle is straight gangster yeah I think I'm straight official Dallin has a man crush on Kyle <laughs> so, so now that that's established I'd like to kind of talk about how we ended up connecting with you yeah because some of what you said totally was exactly the place I was at and I think there's a lot of other businesses that were in that same position so kind of give a little background at Larson Waste um our marketing strategy is the same as I think a lot of guys right now. And it was marketers call us and sometimes we do what they say, like what they offer. And sometimes we don't, <laughs> you know, it was like, you know, you take the phone calls of, Oh, Hey, advertise in the uh, brochure at the golf course. Okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, Hey, advertise at the, uh, you know, table at this restaurant. Oh no, I don't really feel like it right now. <laughs> and that, that, that honestly was like our marketing strategy. And, uh, from other guys I've talked to, like that's actually pretty common guys are just kind of flying by the seat of their pants when it really is such an important part of your business and uh anyway knowing that reading a couple books i knew i had to uh to get into social media as i could see it i could see the huge opportunity in the fact that no one else in my industry was in it at all and maybe the big dogs had accounts but i mean they weren't doing anything special there weren't uh, shaking anything up and I'm like holy cow this is a huge opportunity so through Dallin because uh, you know that's a mutual friend between me and and, uh, Kyle I had uh, connected with Kyle you know and was like okay I'm going to pay for a consult with Kyle get up there talk to him and uh to talk to him and he uh, he blew my mind <laughs> when we uh, started talking about what we could do and he he just aligned with uh, you know some of the ideas that I had of how we could take the company to a whole new level and and the way to do that as not a uh, in everyone's faces but do it in a way where we brought value to people to so you felt good about what you're doing you know it wasn't so one sided um, I think we all do business to like win and make money and provide for our family and there's nothing wrong with that but uh if we can do that as well as doing something good for other people i think it's a a win-win so anyway that's how uh that's how kyle and i uh met up and and i thought it would be cool to kind of just lay down some of the strategies that we're using on our social media to where people can relate it probably won't be the exact same thing but uh they can kind of you know take ideas and mold their own off of that or just give Kyle a call like I did and uh <laughs> yeah, and sit down uh, with the consult with the man and yeah. just have your mind blown like Garrett did it's, it's pretty it's an amazing experience to say the least I've had the wonderful opportunity of working with Kyle for a while and let's just say my mind gets blown a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, this, for sure. this podcast has turned out great man what the hell have my wife listen to this Oh, yeah. yeah respect to home. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I think everyone can tell. Uh, yeah, call Darcy Media if you're listening to this. Yeah, dude. Seriously, they know their stuff. But anyway, so so for anyone, if you were sitting in my uh, position of like, hey, I can see this is important, but man, I'm like at square zero. Like, absolutely, I started playing with it and seeing what I could do. 
But for me, and I'll preach this till I'm blue in the face, uh, speed of implementation, I think, is such a key in anything you're doing in business. So once you decide you're going to go in something, decide you're going all the way, and then speed will make all the difference. Don't don't dick around. So because, uh, you know, I was lucky in the position to have the resources where I didn't have to go, okay, I've got to learn all this stuff overnight to implement it with speed, I was able to pull in some help. And so that that's where, where Kyle came into play. But why don't you lay out just a little, little bit, Kyle, kind of our uh, strategy. Let's talk specifically Facebook first, because I think that's the big behemoth, right, in social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, what we're trying to do there. Yeah, so um, and if, if we start getting into areas where you'd rather not publicize your strategy for your business, you tell me and I'll stop. Hey, <laughs> I, I believe I could go to my biggest competitor and tell him exactly what I'm going to do. And you know what? He's going to do nothing with it. So yeah, <laughs> you yeah we, we you know that. We know that because we've looked up all your yeah, competitors we on Facebook <laughs> and none of them are running any Facebook ads. You, you give it another month... I'm going to see these guys starting to post. I guarantee you that they're going to start posting, but they're not, they're not going to do anything like what we're doing. Which, uh, yeah. yeah. So lay it all out, man. It, yeah. So, so that, what am I, one of my favorite parts about working with you guys is that, I mean, we're all super on the same page and like view all this really similarly. And, Specifically with Facebook, we get we have the luxury of doing uh, branding and selling. So I view those two things separately, uh, as far as tactically how I go about um, implementing things. But they <laughs> feed each other, obviously. So you've got things like we've got uh, like we're making fun behind the scene videos where we're not you know, promoting your business's services, right? That's just a branding play. We just want more people to see how cool and fun those Larson guys are. So then later on down the road, when we hit them with a marketing piece, they're more likely to act long-term stuff, right? Yeah. So that's one part. And then the other part is the, is the more short-term time to harvest kind of stuff. Um, we prep people with the branding ads and then we hit them with the ask, go to this page on the website, call this number to get the deal, the offer, right both of those things can happen on facebook really well you can brand long term and you can capitalize on short-term conversions and um, we're doing both with larson and and it works well on facebook yeah dude i mean i i totally agree i think we've seen a ton of results from that just because of the like you said it's not a, a typical call to action like hey you know we want you to do this it's just like hey check us out this is what we're doing and it, i think a lot of people gravitate because of the emotional response they receive from seeing our content which i think is a big play that we're doing right now yeah and just to speak to someone that maybe is a little bit hesitant like you said we're all on the same page with this which i think helps a lot but i think a lot of people want to throw out an ad or throw out any marketing if they put any money into marketing and he, right away see exactly what the response is like okay i invested 200 bucks in these ads with this guy and my return was four thousand like that's that's you know the black and white that they want to see um just throwing this out there that with the marketing i just don't think it's that way yeah haven't you seen that struggle though kyle like isn't that something hard that you have to deal with on the as far as like pitching a new client Oh yeah, and what's what's funny about this is, and this might this might resonate with some business owners. Like, it, everyone has done some sort of marketing in the past, 
I guess maybe if you if you haven't, then maybe maybe step your game up a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> someone has at some point told someone about their business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> at some point, and in I, I don't. It doesn't matter if it's if it's yellow pages in the 80s if it's tv radio word of mouth programs like there's no such thing as a marketing activity that you initiate on a tuesday and it is profitable on a wednesday like that's just so rare for that to happen that quickly and i think we get that when we're talking about marketing stuff that we've done in the past because we understand it but then when something new comes along for some reason as business owners we we have such short-term expectations like it's got to pay off immediately or else i'm gonna judge it way harsher than i judge everything that i've been doing for the past 20 years and that just doesn't make sense that's not logical so if we all view all marketing activities equally and if we judge them equally and we know that sometimes it takes time for a magazine ad to work just like it takes time for a social media ad to work or an ads word ad on Facebook, on Google. It all takes some time. And if we see that, I think we're a lot more likely to arrive at the right solution. Yeah. And and as you were speaking about this, you talked a lot about like the past because, you know, that's what we've done before and we think it works. Some people claim they know it works, whatever it may be. But from the little experience that I have, I'm by far not a marketing guru. But is it there from what I've seen? Is there not more um, analytical data with Facebook marketing nowadays? That's almost like common sense. Like, why wouldn't you use it? Because it can't you prove more with Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what you're comparing it to. So let's say let's say we're doing like a branding ad, right? We're yeah. not trying to sell anybody direct on this. We're just trying to get our brand out there. And if you're comparing a potential Facebook video ad, or not even an ad, a, a post that you're not going to put any money into, like whatever on Facebook, and then you think of it in alternatives. You got to think about all these things in alternatives. If I wasn't going to brand on Facebook, where would I brand? Maybe you right. do a billboard, right? So let's just say, mm-hmm. take, say that example. You got a billboard as your alternative. And if you think about the data on the billboard, you have no idea how many people are seeing it, how many people are looking at it for what their half a second. Yeah, what their reaction is to it, if that then drives them into your store, right? On Facebook, you can you can know all those things. You can know who saw it, who looked at it for a certain amount of time, who liked it, commented on it, right? You have all that information. Now, you don't have all information. You don't know if somebody saw a video on Facebook and then came into your restaurant to eat unless you ask everybody, right? Yeah. But all too, all too often, business owners, they'll, right, they'll see all that data, but then they'll say like, well... I don't know if that Facebook video brought somebody specific into the store to eat. So then how do I know that it's working? And that's, that's fair. I mean, put systems in place so you can know all the data, but you can't judge that if you're totally fine with a billboard that doesn't give you any data, right? Yeah. So you got to make it all equal. At least with the Facebook, you know how many people saw it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that uh, that at least makes a big difference. Or, or uh, if it's a video or whatever, you can see how many people saw it. Okay. Judge it all did, equally, man. That's what did, I say. Did you have uh, any concerns going into it, Garrett, when you were about to launch on Facebook with Kyle? Like, obviously, you're confident because you're with, you know, Kyle, who's this genius. But, like, what were your initial fears? Because I think there's a lot of people that are like, ah, like, sure, he's a genius, but, like, I'm still nervous. Well, I wouldn't say it was when I was 
going in with uh, with Kyle because at that point I, I was sold on it when I went and met with Kyle. I, I was already at the point like I've got to move forward with this and I'm figuring out how I can move forward th- with this at the speed that I need to move forward with this. Gotcha. And so that's where Kyle kind of came into play. But absolutely beforehand, there was a lot of hesitation of me trying to figure out what we need to do. I had uh, like boosted a few Facebook uh, things myself, stuff like that. And where I think it kind of boils down to, I love that question, is that there's a lot more work and creativity that goes into social media or digital marketing than there is with traditional. So I viewed my marketing as, oh, I'm donating to the football team. So my name, I've got a banner up at the field. Or I, you know, I'm throwing my uh, logo here on this restaurant table. Things like that where it takes zero creativity and zero work from, from my end. And so I think that's where a lot of the breakdown is of, of the fear. So I had toyed a little bit with the social media stuff and never saw anything because I was trying to work it the same way all these other things work that take zero work and zero creativity. Um, and I think that's where I came to the realization of no one's playing on this because no one knows how and no one's willing to put in the work. And so that's what screamed to me, move this direction. Gotcha. Do, do this. Okay, fair enough. Dude, so, I love I love that answer, Garrett. Because, I mean, I, I, I've got a bunch of clients. I've heard a lot of stories from a lot of different entrepreneurs. And that perspective is like across the board the same like these business owners are not used to putting very much work into their marketing they they outsource it like they outsource their bookkeeping right they just <laughs> let me let me throw some money at my social media marketing to check the box right yeah yeah exactly. uh, but the problem with that you, you check the box and you pay your money it doesn't do anything like social media isn't just another marketing tactic it is the way that that the world right now receives information. Most of yeah. that is on social media. And, it's yeah. the, and if it's the voice of your company, do you, right, do you really want to outsource the voice of your company to you know, somebody who's you know, doing your books? Same kind of a model? No, like, yeah. you got to be the voice of your company. It's your company, right? Well, and, and another thing to that, like I'm always looking for what can separate us from our competition. Especially if you're in an industry like mine, like some industries, it's super simple because you've got good quality, low quality. Um, I'm in a commodity, you know, it's, it's trash service. I mean, in, in a lot of cities, the town does it. It's not even privately done. I think it's bull crap, just a little side note, but <laughs> like, like it's not viewed as something where there's high quality, low quality. If I'm selling a microphone, there's a $5 microphone and a $500 microphone. And the separation is super, super clear on uh, quality. So if you're in an industry that's like mine, where the separation of quality isn't really there, you've got to find those places that, that, uh, that separate you. And then the opportunity that you have with the social media or digital marketing is to actually tell that story. When in the past, I knew we were a better company. I knew we were a better option, but what the customer saw really wasn't that different. But now that I have a chance to tell that story, it makes all the difference in the world. And, and it totally flipped when I was able to look at things that way, because before that was half the struggle with me is I was going, how in the world would I use social media? Because nothing is exciting for me 
need a post. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just going to be picture after picture of trash truck. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, talking with you and as it's built out of like, hey, we can tell a story of, of our business. It was, it was incredible. Um, well, side note to that, I guess, uh, cause I'd like to be really practical for guys to, you know, we laid out our Facebook <clears throat> kind of what we were mm-hmm. doing to show and use that, you know, that's, that's really what I'm trying to do with Snapchat. Cause kind of the same thing happened for a while. I'm going, okay, there's a lot of users on Snapchat, but how could I use this for anything for my company? Because it skews really young and they, you know, my customers list is really broad. And the epiphany that I had was, well, hey, you know who I'm looking to hire is 18 to 30 year olds. Mm. And you know who uses Snapchat along with Instagram and the other ones, but still have a present there's 18 to 30 year olds. So if I can show how cool of a place this is to work, because we have a good time, but the, uh, the idea of being a trash man really doesn't appeal to most people. But once people get here, you know, they have a good time guys that we work with so my thought on snapchat or uh strategy is hey i'm gonna tell a story every hour i'm gonna show what we're doing the guys i'm working with and sometimes it's a truck driver sometimes it's a you know a route driver sometimes it's a mechanic wherever you fit into this company like it's a good place to work don't be afraid because it's a trash company and so not only can you reach customers but everyone has to hire employees everyone has all these other parts of their business that they need to that needs needs attention and if you are creative can find ways to think outside the box social media can can really be a uh, a help in all those all those situations so um just wanted to lay out kind of you know just an example to where you know hopefully it can get other people's brains uh thinking a little bit different of how they can maybe use these in their business these tools yeah man that's the way to do it. I mean, you've got something that you want to accomplish. Where are those people that you want to accomplish it with? And then storytell there. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be a great idea to focus most of your ad dollars on trying to get 40-year-olds to sign up for your trash service on Snapchat. Because 40-year-olds yeah. aren't on Snapchat that much, right? <laughs> yeah. But when you're trying to get the as a recruiting tool, it makes sense. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. Where are your customers and how can you reach them? Like, that's yeah. it. And everyone and is it, on social media in 2018. Just you got to find in it. In some place. And it sounds like, yeah, the rest is just telling your story, building your brand. And as you tell your story, your brand will begin to develop. Is that correct? Yeah. So. Storytell on the con in the context that the platform plays in. You storytell different differently on Snapchat than you do on Facebook, and you storytell different on Facebook than you do in a magazine at right. I mean, you got to be contextually appropriate. Yeah. But sounds yeah, like awareness is key here. You just you got to be aware of your surroundings, aware of your like you said your content, your your platform that you're doing it on, and and what your you got to be aware of what your end goal is. What do you want to do with it? So yeah, yeah couldn't agree more. Yeah, so to uh, finish off the show, Kyle, because you're such a, uh, you know, we spent the first five minutes of the show saying how how awesome you are, uh, <laughs> give you give you the floor, you know, just to, to share some what's been going big in your life or like uh, maybe just what's motivating you right now. Maybe that's a good, good thing, something that you just think the world needs to know. Yeah. Um, a, a few things, man. I feel like I'm, I'm just out here preaching uh, every day trying to get people like... <laughs> 
to, to see the world a little bit more how Spread I see the it. Word. Right? Um, and one thing one thing I was looking at yesterday, and this this might be a little a little more meta than what you're thinking, but if if you are if you are not sold on the idea, whoever's listening, that a good chunk of your efforts need to be in social media, th- think about it this way. Um, I think that we can all agree that in the past 20 years, the way that human beings have communicated with each other has changed as dramatically as it has ever changed in the history of time. The fact that some kid in Thailand can have a 2 million subscriber base of a bunch of Americans on his YouTube channel is just, it's ridiculous. It's like everybody has access to the printing press in the 1800s. Like, it's just nuts, right? Now, if you contrast that to the 10 major media holding companies, these are companies that make a profit off of human beings being able to communicate or receive communication. All of those 10 companies, none or just a select few have fallen in stock price over the past 20 years. Very, very few of them. And less than 10% of their holdings is, is represented by digital companies. If that doesn't scream that there is a massive change that's about to come in media and that social media is a huge opportunity for you. I mean, you might want to rethink some things. The world has changed a ton and Coca-Cola and all the huge companies haven't poured their money into it yet. That means it's a steal for us right now. So now it is the gold rush right now on social media and we'll see who gets rich in the next few years. So so what you're saying is uh, wake up, innovate or die, and get to work. Always. Always <laughs> innovate or die. Yeah. This is America, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. For, the silly thing is, though, if you think about it, like it's so frustrating to me at the same time because we are on social media, whether we want to think it as work or play or leisure time, that like why not just try it? Like it doesn't hurt, like you said. Like it's so free and accessible right now. Just do it. Like right? do me a favor. If you're listening and you've even like questioning it in the back of your mind, do me a favor and just pull out and make a quick business profile, turn your personal one in, just start doing something because the results will come, like you said. It's amazing how quick they come as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that the information that you've just relayed to everyone is beyond the truth. Like it's just, it should be wisdom from the gods right now. Like <laughs> I, I guarantee you that the like, most successful companies will be the ones that have used social media oh, right now. And and let's uh, let's not forget how insanely rich Mark Zuckerberg is right now in his oh, yeah. early thirties. Right? I mean. Like, yeah. Uh, but at the same time, you know what, dude? Most people aren't going to do jack. Like, they're just Why not. Why is that? Why? They're not. They're That's because, what I told you. Because, you can just lay it out. Yeah. Yep. We can lay, and they, they won't do anything because as a species, we, we resist change to the death. And so the select few who aren't afraid of change, the select few who can see where the world's going, not even where the world's going, it's where the world is right now. Yeah, that's the thing that blows my mind. We're yeah, here. like like you don't have to be this visionary to see that it's going to happen. You just have to open your eyes and realize that all of your customers are on Facebook and or Instagram for two and a half hours every single day. And it costs one cent to reach them. Like, that's it. That's all you need to know. 
and now you should be pouring your money into this thing. But for some reason, because that's not the thing that you did yesterday, you're really hesitant to get into it. If we just look at reality, how it is right now, we should do it. And because so many people won't do it, it's sad, but at the same time, like that just makes the opportunity that much bigger for the select few who do. Yeah. So I can't remember if it was you or Garrett, but I was talking to one of you guys and you guys said the same thing. Like if we just pay attention to the reality, if, and I want to, I want to challenge everyone who's listening to this right now to do it because I did it and it was amazing. When you get in your car and you drive home, just look around at every single car you pass and see how many of those people are looking at their phones while they're driving, whether it be the passenger or the driver. And if you still every think... Every single passenger. Yeah, yeah every single passenger. And if you still think billboards are a successful freaking point of marketing, you are high as a kite. Because right. there is... I mean, it just... Look around, people. It's, so, gosh. So be one of the few that uh, takes advantage of it and freaking get to work. And, uh, dude, I appreciate you coming on, Kyle. That was freaking stellar. We need to do this again. And uh, go ahead. Was, yeah, man. Thanks. I've, uh, it's, it was great being on the show. Thanks for letting me share my story. You guys are awesome, man. Absolutely. If you got any value out of this, which if you listened, I don't know how you didn't, um, leave us a five-star review and uh, tell a friend about our podcast. Yeah, and if you're out there and you want to join uh, this awesome team and, and work with an amazing guy like Kyle, uh, dude, hit up Darcy Media. I promise you, you guys will be blown away with the results you'll receive. Nothing but top-notch, high-quality performance. So like Garrett said, give us a review. Hit us up for questions. Hit up Kyle if you want to learn more about this Darcy Media. Amazing content. Like, you guys are the best. We appreciate it. We do this for you guys, man. This is real life. I ain't playing like I'm Kobe. It's my last game. Dropping 60 like I do this every day. Making statements with every entrance. But I'm off this with my rings. You witnessing greatness. So when it's all done, I want to see my number all the way up. In the rafters. Retired that.